Hey, wine lovers. It's been said that wine is just a conversation waiting to happen. Well, there is nothing that I love more than talking about wine. My name is Leah Faith Williams, and I am a wine educator and wine lover, and I am here to guide you through the often mystifying world of all things wine. We are going to talk about recipes, wine pairing tips, wine regions, all things wine. Today, I have some delicious summer wines that will pair perfectly with your summer fare. So come along, let's talk wine. So let's get started. Rosé. Rosé is super trendy right now here in the States, but let me tell you something. Outside of the United States, rosé has been popular for centuries. It is an amazingly delicious summer wine that everybody loves because it goes so well with everything. You can really pair rosé with just about anything. It's extremely versatile. Rosés are deliciously fruity, dry, and they have a wonderful crisp acid finish that is amazing, which really makes it pair very well with just about anything, that nice acid. Here I have a delicious pulled pork sandwich. So think about it, smoky, slow cooked pork that has been tossed in a really delicious, spicy, sweet, and tangy sauce. It is going to really explode with a glass of ice cold, refreshing rosé. But you don't have to stop there. This, is a, this particular rosé is from Provence. So some people say that Provence makes some of the best rosés in the world, and I may be inclined to agree with them. But you can get rosé from anywhere in the world, Spain, Italy, even here in the United States of America. Every country makes rosé. So this particular rosé is from Provence, and it is made with the rosé blend in Provence, which is sin salt, we also use Grenache, um, Cab Franc, a lot of big red grapes are going into rosé. How is that, you ask? It's not a red wine. What we do is we take the skins from the grapes and allow them to be in contact with the juice for a short amount of time. And when I say short amount of time, it can be anywhere from a few minutes to a few days. It really depends on what the winemaker is looking for. And in the end, you have a really lovely wine that has the substance that you get from the skins and just a little bit of color. But you still have bright acid that you would also get in a white wine and a lot of substantial flavors that pair well with anything. You can pair rosé with anything. We're talking Mexican food all the way to Indian food. It's great as an aperitif. It's great with desserts at the end of your meal. It's great when you're just sitting outside enjoying the evening summer with your friends. Rosé is always a great way to go. You don't even have to think about what you're serving. You can serve it confidently knowing that you are making a great pairing. So say yes to rosé. Now, another summer wine that I absolutely love is Riesling. Bear with me, don't change the channel. I know a lot of people are a little bit apprehensive when it comes to Riesling. You may think that it's a very, very sugary, sweet 
white wine. Let me just quickly correct you. First of all, the majority of Rieslings that are made are not very sweet. They all have a certain amount of fruitiness to them, and that's just a part of the wine. But the majority of them have very low amounts of residual sugar and high acid. So like I said before, acid makes food, wine extremely food friendly. This particular Riesling is from New York, and New York is great with Rieslings. I'll tell you a trick about Riesling. If you don't like a Riesling that is very, very sweet, pick up the bottle and look for the alcohol percentage. If you have a lower alcohol percentage, your wine is going to have a lot more sweetness to it. So basically, sugar needs to be fermented out of the wine. The less sugar there is, the higher the alcohol percentage. So if you want a wine that's a little bit on the sweeter side, go for a wine that has a lower alcohol percentage, seven or eight percent. The higher you go, the more dry your wine is going to be. But don't be mistaken, you're still gonna have some delicious flavors of melon, apricot, nice minerality, and really crisp acidity. So that acid is great with food. I am pairing this with a beautiful grilled salmon. Now, if you're like me, when I am grilling and barbecuing, I love seafood. Salmon, shrimp, swordfish, delicious, fresh olive oil, some lemon juice and garlic, throw it on the grill and you are ready to go really quickly. Pair it with a delicious dry Riesling such as this or any other Riesling that, like I said, has a higher alcohol percentage so you've fermented out a lot of the sugar. You're going to have a nice wine that's going to really cleanse your palate or if you're serving it with something like salmon, which is a nice fatty fish, that acid is really gonna cut through the fattiness of the fish and it's going to be amazingly refreshing. Another thing you might wanna think about is a lot of times we put lemon on our fish. This is a tip that I use when I'm trying to tell people how to pair their wine. This particular Riesling and Rieslings in general will always have a crisp, lemony finish. So think about it. You're gonna spritz some lemon on your fish or your shrimp why not serve a glass of wine that has a really nice acidic finish, like a Riesling or a Sauvignon Blanc? Riesling is extremely food friendly, and most people can find one that they like. So, when you get a last minute call to come over to somebody's rooftop or backyard cookout and you don't know what to bring, head over to your local wine store and just know that you can get Rieslings from anywhere, depending on what you're looking for. California makes really fruit-forward Rieslings, so they are still gonna have the acid, but not nearly as much acid as you would get in a German Riesling. Now, this is because of the regions. If you think about California, you think about sunny, warm weather, right? Well, that warm, sunny weather likes to shine down on the grapes, so your grapes get very, very sweet. And if you think about Germany, where we get a lot of great Rieslings, you think cold weather. Well, when you have colder weather, the grapes don't get as sweet, so they have a little more acid. So think about this. If you want something a little more on the sweet side that's easier to drink for you, go with something from California. And you're gonna notice that you're gonna have slightly less acid and a little more fruit. But if you want something that is more acidic, and less sweet, you can go with something from Germany. Either way, you're going to be very, very happy.
So don't forget these tips when you are in your wine store next time looking for your next bottle of Riesling. Hi, I'm Chef Joe Seminero with Taste This Television here to talk to you about Accelerator Hand Drive. You know, keeping up with hygiene, washing my hands, and making sure that there's no transfer of bacteria is important for me and Taste This TV, which is why I rely on a machine like Accelerator to dry my hands. It's efficient, it's strong, and it's powerful. And it only uses up electricity and energy when you put your hands under and take them away. So for drying my hands in the kitchen, I rely on the accelerator to handle all of those needs. For more information, log on to the website at the bottom of the screen. So now when summer rolls around, there are always those people, you know who you are, those people who don't like to drink white wine, but you think you have to drink white wine because it's hot outside and it's summertime. Let me tell you, you should never drink what you don't like. So if you like to drink red wine, you can drink red wine in the summer. Let me give you some tips. First of all, you can chill any wine that you have. Any wine can be chilled. I love a nice, slightly chilled red wine in the summertime. But what you want to do is look for a wine that doesn't have a very high alcohol percentage. Because as the wine starts to warm up a little bit, it's, you're, going, you're going to taste the alcohol and it's not going to be very enjoyable. So you're going to want to look for medium bodied to lighter wines um, and you want to chill them. You can chill them just slightly or you can chill them cold. Chilling wine will change the flavors. This is one of my favorites. This is a Beaujolais. So Beaujolais is a region right below Burgundy and it is made with the Gamay grape. It is nice and light. It has just a touch of fruit. This particular one is one of my favorites because it's got some nice smoky gaminess to it, which is pretty typical with um, Beaujolais. So I'm pairing it here with barbecue. Who doesn't love barbecue in the summertime? It's what we live for. This is some barbecued chicken and it will go amazingly well with this delicious Beaujolais. So Beaujolais is a lighter wine, almost in the style of a Pinot Noir. If you look at this glass of wine, you'll notice that it is actually quite light. But what I love about Beaujolais is that it's light on the palate, but it is so complex when you drink it. There are so many different flavors. And when it's just slightly chilled, it is amazing. You get nice dark berries in this, some smoke, some gaminess. It is perfect with anything that's been cooked on the grill. But also, because it is nice and light, it goes really well on its own. It goes great with a salad as well. Say you're gonna try and mix the two. A nice salad, throw some steak on there, pour a glass of Beaujolais. You don't need white wine if you don't want to drink white wine. Red wine is absolutely fine, slightly chilled. You can also go with a nice Pinot Noir. Now, depending on what you like to drink, I would say go with a Pinot Noir from maybe California if you like your red wines a little more fruit forward. If you like your red wines a little more earthy, go with something like a Beaujolais or even a nice Burgundy, which is a Pinot Noir from France. This Beaujolais has very substantial earthy flavors. So even on the finish of it, you get nice earthiness such as barnyardiness, which people always look at me crazy and they say, do you taste a barnyard? I do, but you don't have to. But if you like, if that is what you like, go for it. 
It's absolutely great, so simple, and this is a wine that you can pick up just about anywhere. So just remember, summertime does not mean that you have to force yourself to drink a white wine. Red wine is extremely versatile and can be chilled and consumed any time of the year. You can also go with a Rioja, a young Rioja. So Rioja is a red wine from Spain, which is delicious in the summertime as well. It's a light to medium bodied red wine with nice flavors of cherry, sometimes even a little chocolate. You chill that, it is amazing. Again, it's great on its own, but it's also really nice with your great summer fare. If you think about summertime and the foods that we eat, we don't just eat the barbecued chicken, we have side dishes, potato salad, macaroni and cheese, fruit salads, coleslaw. These things pair really nicely with a nice chilled red wine, like we have here, the Beaujolais, a Pinot Noir, or a lovely Rioja. It's an easy pairing. You don't have to force yourself to drink something that you don't like. One of my number one tips when I'm talking about wine is drink what you like. If you don't like it, you're not going to enjoy it. So go for that red wine. You can easily go into any wine store and ask for a Beaujolais. But make sure to ask for a Beaujolais Village. We also have a Beaujolais Nouveau, which is a younger red wine from Beaujolais. They tend to sell out pretty quickly. They're released in the fall. They're very, very young and not as earthy as a Beaujolais Village. So this is what you want to ask for. If you go to your nice wine store and you say, hey, I'm looking for a delicious Beaujolais Village, they are going to point you in the right direction. But while you're there, don't forget, a nice Rioja will work as well, and a delicious Pinot Noir from California will work too. So let me tell you a little secret about me. I love bubbles. Anything sparkling is my friend. But the great thing is, sparkling wine goes great with everything. So let's just say that you're a person who likes red wine and you like sparkling wine and you like summer foods like barbecue and hamburgers and you don't know what you want to drink. I have the solution for you. This is a sparkling Shiraz. That's right, it's a Shiraz, it's a red wine, and it is sparkling. Anything sparkling, as I said, is my friend. I think that sparkling wine can do no wrong. It cleanses the palate, it makes you happy. We love sparkling wine. So whenever you're opening a bottle of sparkling wine, you wanna make sure that you keep your hand on top of the cork at all times. There is so much pressure in these bottles that that cork, as soon as you start to twist the wire, the cork can go flying off and hit you or someone else. So always make sure to keep your hand on top of the cork. So, beautiful sparkling wine. It's red, it's delicious, it's got a beautiful foam when you pour it. It's absolutely amazing. So you would wanna chill this, obviously. But this is a Shiraz. So Shiraz is a nice, typically full-bodied red wine and this is from Australia. We know a lot of Shiraz comes from Australia. And what you get in Australian Shiraz is nice fruit-packed wine. So we're talking dark cherries, jamminess, maybe some currants, and some spice. Add to that bubbles that are happening from the double fermentation process, also known as the champagne method. 
Your final result is a beautifully sparkling red wine that has all the delicious characteristics of a Shiraz. So it's jammy and it's a little bit spicy. It's got a little bit of smokiness. And to top it off, it's sparkling with just a touch of sweetness. It's absolutely delicious. You have to run out and get this and try it. And it goes best with a hamburger. That's right, hamburger. Some people think you need beer to go with a hamburger. Anything that you would like to have a beer with, you can pair with any sparkling wine. So this is a great pairing. We have a delicious beef patty with cheese. So you've got nice fat in there, nice acid from the tomatoes. It's gonna be juicy and delicious. And the meatiness of the burger is really go going to be complemented by this Shiraz. It's delicious. And it's also gonna be so refreshing because as you wash it down, those bubbles are really gonna get in there and cleanse your palate. So it's gonna be refreshing. After every bite, you're gonna take a bite, you're gonna take a sip of this delicious wine. You are going to be in heaven. So this comes out of Australia and it's pretty easy to find. This is one of my favorites. It's pretty, like I said, it's pretty easy to find, but this is not the only winemaker. You can simply ask, at your favorite wine store if they carry a sparkling Shiraz and they should have it there for you. Again, this goes great with hamburgers, but it is also a great wine to enjoy completely on its own. I also really love it with chocolate, anything chocolate, chocolate cake, just delicious little pieces of chocolate while you're sitting there watching television. This is a great wine for that, but still a nice red wine for the summertime and it combines some of the things that are best in life, bubbles and wine. What more could you possibly ask for in one single bottle? I don't think that you can find anything, but if you do, definitely let me know. So like I said, this goes great with hamburgers. If you're having a grilled chicken burger, that would be amazing as well. And the sides. So we have tomatoes, we have onions on here. If you're having maybe a nice cucumber salad that's light and refreshing, all of this is going to work so very well with this wine or any sparkling wine. If you want to go for just say a Prosecco or a Cava, just keep in mind that those bubbles are gonna be very refreshing and they're gonna cleanse your palate just the same way a nice cold beer would do. So if you don't wanna go with a red, you can go with any sparkling wine, Prosecco, Cava, Champagne, they're all friends of mine. I love bubbles. But I definitely think that the next time you're in a wine store, you need to ask for a sparkling Shiraz. Your life is not complete until you try this. Yes! The authentic recipes for all of our products are signature to La Morena. The chilies are literally hand-picked for each can. Everything is manufactured in Mexico and imported into the U.S. La Morena is best known for its quality and authentic flavor, giving our users a taste of home. Stock up on flavor with La Morena. Hey wine lovers, welcome back. I am now going to share with you one of my favorite recipes for sangria. It's always a hit whether I have people over at my home or I bring it to their home. So sometimes you don't want to make 
a full pitcher of sangria. Maybe you just have some girlfriends over, you're gonna make it by the glass. It can be a little easier. So I'm gonna show you how to do that this way. But just keep in mind that if you'd like, you can throw all of these ingredients into a big pitcher and stir it up and be done with it. So first of all, I have a really nice Rioja. So obviously, sangria comes from Spain and I'm using a Rioja, which is a red wine from Spain. It's usually a Tempranillo or Grenache or a blend of the two, but you can use any red wine, white wine, rosé or sparkling wine with this recipe. Zinfandel works really great as well, um, as does a California Cab Cabernet. So I'm going to use my Rioja. I have here some fruit. What I like to do with my fruit is go to the supermarket and get fruit that is overripe. You know, there's usually a section with fruit that's kind of on sale. They're just trying to move it. What you really want is your fruit to be really, really sweet so that you don't have to add additional sugar to your sangria. I personally don't add additional sugar to my sangria and I don't like mine particularly sweet, but there are some ways that you can sweeten it up and I will show you that too. So here I have some just really nice fresh fruit that's been chopped up. We have some mangoes, some pineapple. Um, it smells amazing. I also added some fresh herbs just for a really nice kick. Uh, I have some basil and some mint that's chopped up as well. So what I like to do is add a little bit of flavored vodka. This is peach flavored vodka. And you want just enough to cover all of your fruit. You can do this the night before and let it soak overnight so that the fruit soaks up all of the flavors and the alcohol. And I also am going to add some apricot brandy. So this here is where some extra sweetness is going to come into my sangria. So I'm just going to, like I said, we just want the fruit to be completely covered. And as I said before, you can do this the night before, set it in your refrigerator, and then when you're ready to make your sangria, you're gonna to toss it in to your glasses or your pitcher. So, we're gonna pretend that this has been soaking overnight. And I'm going to add my fruit to my glasses. Just like this, it's really pretty. And keep in mind that that fruit is really gonna carry, it's gonna add some sweetness it's also gonna add some freshness to your sangria, and it's beautiful. But you don't want to forget the liquor that we have um, placed over the fruit. Because both of these things are helping each other out. The liquor is also getting some additional sweetness from the fruit that we've added. And the fruit is getting some additional sweetness from the liquor that we've added. Now, very simple, we're gonna add our red wine. And as I said, you can use any red wine this is, a temp this is a Rioja, and we're just gonna top it off like this. Smells great. And it's obviously, it's over ice. We're gonna give it a stir. Now, some people like to stop there, but I think that everything is better with bubbles. So I actually like to add some sparkling wine to my sangria. Again, this is another way that you can add some sweetness. This is a Prosecco. Prosecco is delicious. It's got nice fruit. It's a little bit on the sweeter side. If you're like me and you like your sangria with just a touch of sweetness, I like to top it off with cava. If you want it even sweeter, you can use a Moscato di Asti, 
which is a sparkling Moscato from Italy. It's very sweet and it's gonna add a really nice fruity kick to your sangria. It's gonna make it super refreshing. So I just like to top it off like this. It's absolutely beautiful. Just like that. Now you can use this recipe with anything. You can switch out the red wine for white wine, a rosé, or even just a sparkling wine. Give it another stir so that you get all of the fruit and the flavors mixed up in there. And then serve and enjoy. That is so delicious. It's refreshing, it's got just a touch of sweetness, and the bubbles really liven up your sangria. Definitely try this recipe. It's so easy, everybody will love it. And like I said before, you can make this the night before, you can throw all the ingredients into a pitcher and put it in the refrigerator to let everything soak. Or if you have an impromptu gathering, you can whip it up just like we did and no one will even know. Everybody will think that you have sangria waiting on hand in your refrigerator for uninvited guests to pop in. So wine lovers, I hope that you learned something about summer wines and summer food and have gained a little more confidence for the next time that you decide to go shopping for wine. We showed you some amazing pairings, some really delicious wines that you should try at your earliest convenience. I'm Leah Faith Williams of Let's Talk Wine. So if you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me. On Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, I am Let's Talk Wine, and I look forward to hearing from you. Cheers.